This is Love Your Work. On this show, we help you make it as a creative. I'm David Cadavy. If you want to join us here on Love Your Work every Thursday, please hit subscribe on your podcast app and sign up for the Love Mondays newsletter. I've studied history's greatest creatives, and each Monday I share with you the very best lessons I've learned along the way. It's taken me thousands of hours to learn these secrets. You can learn them in two minutes a week for free. Just sign up at cadaby.net slash Mondays. We hate to lose, but if we don't take risks in life, we never win. The more we protect ourselves from loss, the more we stagnate. It's like economist Tyler Cowen told me back on episode 155. If you want to be dynamic, you have to develop a thick skin. I've been thinking more and more lately about the importance of having a thick skin, the importance of being anti-fragile. I'm going to tell you more about it in this week's episode. And thank you so much to our Patreon supporters who truly make this show possible, each and every one of you. I'm grateful for your support, and I know that the thousands of listeners who are enjoying the show for free are also grateful for your support. Now, if you are thinking of supporting the show on Patreon, but you're still not quite sure why someone would pay for something that they could have for free, maybe you're like Caesar. I asked Caesar why he supports on Patreon, and he said, It's just so hard to come by authentic content nowadays, and you are an inspiration to me. I'm writing my first book, and so much of your advice has been helpful. This is not about me helping you. It's about you helping me. This is not about me helping you. It's about you helping me. I like that. I am really glad that I am a help to you, Caesar. And if this show is a help to you, if it's helping you get the inspiration and motivation to achieve some creative dream, please support on Patreon. Make the commitment with some money. Even a coffee a month helps. Check out all the goodies that you can get. You can even be executive producer. Just go to patreon.com slash or type the dollar sign on your Overcast app. Here's the episode. Nine ways to build an anti-fragile life. Don't just survive stress, thrive from it. When something is anti-fragile, it gains from disorder, as the subtitle of Nassim Taleb's book Anti-Fragile would imply. For example, your body is anti-fragile. You can apply stress to your muscles through lifting weights, and your muscles will get stronger. On the other hand, a coffee mug is fragile. Apply enough stress to a coffee mug, and it will simply break. So how can you design your life to be anti-fragile? How can you design your life to not only withstand stressors, but to benefit from them? A fragile life breaks when the expectedly unexpected happens. This can be a personal stressor, such as a job loss or a relationship change, an illness, or the death of someone close to you. It can also be from macro stressors, such as economic turmoil, political unrest, or a natural disaster. An anti-fragile life not only withstands these stressors, but benefits from them. You're equipped to deal with the stressor, and when you recover, you're already equipped for new opportunities. Here are some ways to design an anti-fragile life. 1. Build geographic freedom. 2. Gain experience living in a foreign country. 3. Diversify your income. 4. Diversify your skills. 5. Build mental and emotional resilience. 6. Know thyself. 7. Practice minimalism. 8. 
build a social network of anti-fragile people, and nine, consistently face your fears. One, build geographic freedom. If you can live anywhere, you can move if you ever have to, whether that's for economic or political reasons, or simply because you want to. Geographic freedom comes not only from being able to earn money from anywhere, but having the mental, emotional, and social tools to withstand the stressors of moving. Two, gain experience living in a foreign country. Living in a foreign country is a challenging growth experience. It's a part of geographic freedom. It's best to build this experience when it's easy in the context of your life rather than when it's hard. For example, it's easier to retire to a more affordable foreign country when you're 70 if you already did it before while you were 30. Three, diversify your income. The more income sources you have, the less individual stressors, such as changes to an industry, will affect you overall. Four, diversify your skills. Instead of trying to be the best at one thing, be really good at lots of different things or excellent at one thing and merely proficient at a collection of other things. Five, build mental and emotional resilience. Take mental and emotional risks. Build the confidence that you can survive just about anything. Six, know thyself. Know and accept and still work on your quirks and shortcomings. Meditate and journal and get therapy so that you know the patterns of your own ups and downs and stressors will be learning experiences. Seven, practice minimalism. If you feel you need lots of things or unnecessarily nice things, you are less free to withstand stressors. Moving is harder and your income requirements are higher. You have less mental space available to build anti-fragility. Eight, build a social network of anti-fragile people. Seek out other anti-fragile people you can turn to for advice when the anti-fragile life presents its challenges. Strong social connections are also a key part of mental and emotional resilience. Nine, consistently face your fears. If you're afraid of something and you think you might be better off not fearing that thing, go towards that fear. The fewer things you are afraid of, the fewer things that qualify as stressors. When stressors do arise, you can react more quickly and see new opportunities more clearly. The mix of antifragility you need depends upon your risk profile and risk tolerance. Diversifying has costs that sometimes come at the expense of what you can gain from deeper commitments. Maybe you're willing to bet that certain things just aren't going to happen to you, and so certain antifragile hedges aren't necessary for you. Here are some of the ways I personally build antifragility into my life. One, geographic freedom by not buying real estate. Two, geographic freedom through entrepreneurship. Three, geographic freedom through language learning. Four, foreign country experience and self-knowledge by living many lives. Five, emotional resilience through foreign country experience. Six, emotional resilience through making work satisfaction a priority. Seven, practical minimalism. Eight, diversified skills through following my curiosity. Nine, a social network through moving and podcasting. One, geographic freedom by not buying real estate. I didn't buy a house after college, even though others pressured me to. Renting has allowed me to respond to opportunities in other geographic areas without being at the whims of housing prices. It also freed me to make financial investments that have paid off better than any house would have and investments in my own skills that I wouldn't have had time for if I had to deal with a house. Two, 
geographic freedom through entrepreneurship. I deliberately built my career by saying no to opportunities that required me to be in a certain place at a certain time and by building skills that would allow me to make an income from anywhere, anytime. Three, geographic freedom through language learning. After years of living in a Spanish-speaking country, I speak Spanish pretty well. What nobody tells you about learning a new language is that it's like discovering a secret world on a video game. Suddenly, you can navigate places you couldn't before. Sometimes those places are cheaper, too, which makes learning a new language essentially profitable. Four, foreign country experience and self-knowledge by living mini-lives. I have lived mini-lives in various places throughout the world. This has contributed to my geographic freedom because I have built the skills needed to adjust to different places and cultures. It has also improved my self-knowledge through the repeated process of experiencing the influence of place on my own behavior. 5. Emotional resilience through foreign country experience. My foreign country experience has built emotional resilience. I recently experienced some visa difficulties, for example, which was one of the most challenging experiences of my life. But now I feel more prepared to handle more serious situations. 6. Emotional resilience through making work satisfaction a priority. I deliberately made loving my work a priority in building my career. Life is challenging enough without dragging yourself out of bed to do something you hate. Some piece of this is also learning to love the discomfort required to succeed at something you enjoy. 7. Practical Minimalism I've sold most everything I own a couple of times in my life. I don't have possessions weighing me down. More important, I don't rely on my things for a sense of my own self-worth. 8. Diversified skills through following my curiosity. We live in a culture that shames people for having a wide variety of interests. It's unbelievable. I decided early on to ignore that and instead follow my curiosities with fervor. This has led me to breakthrough opportunities such as a book deal. And I now have the skills to be a completely independent self-publisher from writing to design to marketing. Nine, a social network through moving and podcasting. Where I grew up in Nebraska, there weren't many anti-fragile people. Okay, except for maybe my neighbor, Warren Buffett. Thanks to my geographic flexibility, I eventually got a job in Silicon Valley. That helped me start a network of anti-fragile contacts. I've stacked that along with the successes that came from following my curiosity into having a podcast. That podcast has helped me meet other anti-fragile people, such as David Allen, Seth Godin, and Tyler Cowen. Seth Godin even endorsed my book. The anti-fragile life is different for everyone. What's anti-fragile for one person may be fragile for another person, and what's easy for one person may be impossible for another. To build your own anti-fragile life, pay attention to your risk profile and risk tolerance, and make adjustments where you see fragility. So, what's in your anti-fragile life? Let me know on Twitter, at Cadavy. Is Love Your Work helping you find your unique creative voice? Does it bring you the inspiration and motivation you need to become the creator and human you want to be? If so, please be a part of making this a special and nourishing and thoughtful show. Support the show on Patreon. You'll be an even bigger part of this show than you already are. If you contribute just a coffee a month, you'll be helping support the hosting and production of Love Your Work. Everyone has some unique creative gift to offer the world. Together, we can give people the tools they need to bring that work into the world. 
the world will be better off for it. Visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash This is a different kind of model for supporting the work that you love. The choice is yours. Vote with your dollars, put your money where your mind is, and keep Love Your Work going. Visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash As a thank you, you'll get early access, bonus content, and a discount on Love Your Work merchandise. Learn more at patreon.com slash That's patreon.com slash K-A-D as in David, A-V as in Victor, Y. And if you can't support the show financially, and you've listened to at least three episodes, can you do me a favor? Write a review on Apple Podcasts. You can consider it your donation to help support the show. Love Your Work is brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters, such as mini-sponsor Paula Spriggs, and top supporters such as Jeffrey Mason and Vitas Pankovicius. This has been Love Your Work, and I'm David Cadavy. The theme music for this show is At Sea by Dorena from the album About Everything and More by arrangement with Deep Elm Records at deepelm.com. Love Your Work is a production of Cadavy, Inc.